Rookie Road Cycling. If road cycling is your new hobby and you want to be better informed to get more out of it, then this is the place for you. I'm Lexi Rose and thanks for joining me. In this episode, we're going to be mostly talking about saddles, about the different options available, how and why there are so many different styles, and also just how to be more comfortable riding in the saddle for a longer outing. Now, you may be wondering why I've dedicated a whole podcast to what seemed to be such a small subject. Well, I just think it's an important element and it's important to get it right. It can make a huge difference to your enjoyment of cycling and when you're stepping up to longer rides where you may be in the saddle for quite a number of hours or when you're going to be out for two, three or more consecutive days. Saddle brands, well, there are many. The main ones that I've had experience with are Physique, that's F-I-Z-I-K, Seller Italia, San Marco and Specialised, but there are quite a lot of other different brands out there. What sort of saddle you'll be most suited to depends on several factors. It depends on your position on the bike, whether it's more racy or more upright, but also on your body and its geometry. Your sit bones are where most of your weight goes through, so the width of your sit bones is an important factor. The um, position of your hips and pelvis will dictate how the weight is distributed, but also your flexibility and your core strength are functions of how you sit on a bike. And last, but by no means least, we can't forget, well, let's call it soft tissue because, well, that's what it is. Um, Another important factor that will determine what is comfortable for you, and this obviously varies between men and women, but is an individual thing that varies too from person to person. Right, one thing to mention first up is saddle padding. Now, don't think that a bigger, more squishy saddle will necessarily be better. These are really aimed more at commuting or leisure bikes and for when you aren't wearing cycling shorts. Uh, A case for more saddle padding for some riders would generally be for those that sit more upright or for those with quite tight hamstrings who are more likely to sit further back on the saddle, for example. So it's really saddle shape that is usually more important. Uh, So some saddles have a thinner, more streamlined profile, which tend to be for riders with better flexibility. And also more flexible riders will tend to be happier on a flatter shaped saddle. Then there are larger widths for the wider part um, to accommodate riders whose sit bones are further apart which doesn't necessarily mean those riders that have a bigger bottom. Um, It doesn't always work like that. So, okay, so that's all very well and good, but how do you know what you are? How do you know if you have narrow or wide sit bones? Well, unless you're some sort of medical or biophysiological person who knows about this sort of thing, then I guess you won't know, unless you have some sort of bike fit. And if you don't have a bike fit, then the best you can do is try a couple and see what works best for you. Now then, many brands offer saddles with cutouts where literally a hole is cut in the saddle and this is to relieve pressure on your soft tissue. Uh, This is partly down to personal preference but also a function of how your body has been made. A sort of halfway option with this is a saddle with a relief channel, basically a dip along the central strip of the saddle. Many brands also offer saddles with a slightly shorter nose, uh, which are generally aimed more at performance cyclists, I think, to enable you to kind of open up your hips and better engage your glutes, I believe. But some non-performance riders find that these work well for them too. 
Then you get some saddles that have the whole nose cut off. These are really for time trial bikes where the riding style is very aggressive and the front of your body is positioned low. And so there's a lot more pressure further forward and the pressure is then on your pubic bone rather than your sit bones. And so to combat discomfort, the whole front bit of the saddle has been removed. Manufacturers offer men's and women's specific saddles, but a whole range of them will also be unisex. Once you've decided on or found the sort of shape that suits you, you then need to decide on your budget. Uh, a particular shape and style of saddle will come at a range of price points depending on how much you're willing to pay, and that will be a function of what materials it has been made of. Entry-level materials will comprise steel rails with a plastic body, and then you step up to manganese and titanium rails, and then a carbon body instead of a plastic body. Now then, the latest in saddle technology provides a 3D printed mesh padding. Physique and Specialized do these types of saddles. So it's just, it's a new type of technology that only came about last year, I think. So yes, it's 3D printed. So a custom made saddle to suit your specific biomechanical requirements. Um, it uses a new technology called digital light synthesis, which uses UV light and oxygen, permeable optics and liquid resins to create this sort of high tech kind of zonal cushioning. Wow. I mean, actually, I'm not even sure that I understand what I've just said to you, but I know it sounds super fancy and I'd like to try one, which I can if I'm willing to spend somewhere between uh, two and three hundred pounds, um, which I'm not. So I guess I will continue just to be impressed by the sound of it. So some bike shops will have test saddles that you can try. Um, if you don't fancy doing that, then the best you can do is make an educated guess. You'll know from using the stock saddle that your bike came with if you're having any discomfort. So based on that, you can work out what you might need, along with knowing a bit about your own body and physiology, etc. Alternatively, if you're lucky enough to live in London, I've heard about a place called the London Bike Kitchen, where they have a saddle library where you can sign up for a small fee and then pick a saddle and borrow it for a couple of weeks, which is a pretty cool idea. Unfortunately, though, you won't be surprised to know that because of Covid, uh, yes, the saddle library is currently closed. Having said that, if you've tried a few, and still do get discomfort from the saddle, then it wouldn't be a bad idea to go for a proper bike fit. Um, saddle pressure mapping is a common part of a proper bike fit these days. Okay, cycling shorts. So we talked about the importance of a good seat pad in the bibs and bottoms podcast. So I don't have too much to add to that other than just to reinforce the main point, which is to invest in a decent pair of shorts and ideally tights too, with a high density foam and something good quality, not just a bit of cheap sponge that compresses the instant you apply any pressure to it. And ideally something with a good covering fabric, something soft and stretchy as it's going to be right next to your skin. Okay, so that's it for cycling shorts. Um, now to venture onto chamois cream. Um, it's not something that people talk about very much, um, but it's something you should know about. Um, and particularly for longer rides, it's something that you may well want to use. So it's an antibacterial viscous kind of cream that, as you would expect, its aim is to eliminate any friction between the skin and clothing and therefore eliminate any uncomfortable chafing. 
And by keeping bacteria and chafing at bay, you prevent any problems or nasties that could otherwise occur. You apply it straight to your skin, that's generally easier, but you can also put it onto your shorts if you prefer. There are several different varieties. They mostly do the same job, um, although you can get some fancier ones that contain aloe vera or witch hazel, shea butter and vitamins, so you can really splash out. There are also some that offer a cooling effect. Um, I once made the considerable error of trying this just before I did the Ride 100 actually, um, which is just a 100 mile closed road event that starts and finishes in London. And the reason was, so I had this neat little free single use sample. So it was perfect to use and then dispose of pre-event. Anyway, I found this so-called cool breeze effect was basically something like deep heat. And so not too delighted with that. And it was not a good start to this 100 miler. So you have been warned. Um, obviously, there will be different degrees of cooling between the different brands. Uh, but yeah, I have obviously stumbled across a particularly potent one. So yeah, it's good to know these things and maybe to not be too shy to talk about it with your cycling mates. Another thing for being more comfortable in the saddle. So when out riding, I think it's good to kind of mix things up. And by that, I mean sort of changing your riding position. Uh, I often find that I alter my position on the saddle slightly just to change the pressure distribution a bit. I change from being upright on the tops of the bars to being further back on the saddle when I do, do a bit down in the drops. Uh, and then take the opportunity on the hills to do a bit of riding out of the saddle. And I think it definitely helps when you don't do all your riding in exactly the same position, particularly when you're not used to long rides. So all that said, you're probably never going to find a saddle that's really super comfortable. Like it's never going to challenge your big cushiony armchair on the comfort front, but you should expect to be able to achieve no discomfort after long rides or multiple days of riding. So in summary, if you're uncomfortable on your saddle or if you're increasing your riding duration or frequency and want something more comfortable, then investigate your options for getting a new saddle. The shape, so that's longer or shorter, flatter or more curved, with the cutout or the relief channel will come down to the shape of your body and specifically your sit bones, your soft tissue, your flexibility and your core strength. It's also dictated by the style of riding and if you have more of an upright or more aggressive riding position. Experiment with some different ones, consult your local bike shop or go for a bike fit. Cost will then usually depend on if you want a fancy, lightweight, carbon or titanium one or if you're happy with steel and plastic. Think about using chamois cream, particularly for longer rides and especially if you're not used to longer rides or if you're doing multiple days in the saddle. It's one thing suffering from, say, a little bit of muscular pain or fatigue or whatever, but quite another thing if you're suffering from saddle nasties. So look after yourself. Well, that is it for this episode. Don't forget to tune in on Monday when we will be talking about Garmin's and gadgets. So thanks for listening. Hope you've got something to take away. Don't forget to tell people, share our love for cycling. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and you can also find us on LinkedIn and, of course, the website, cyclebean.cc. Stay safe, rookie roadies. See you next time.